We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gail Bodeg, everybody. 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. Tim Shea is here. Toby back tomorrow. He is on ass. Assignment. I've I script out my shows now and I screwed that up. He is on assignment. Everything I say is scripted. Did you know that? Everything I say, I write down the day before. Yep. Everything I say. Poop. Fart. Need to, need to give you a teleprompter. Poop. That's all scripted. <laughs> boy, yo, 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 yoing. I wrote that down last night. I said, here I'll say boy, yo, 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 yoing, and then I'll tell people it's scripted. You'll be able to talk to. Uh, Tell me about uh, scripted McLaurin. Yeah, since uh, I talked to Toby last, they signed McLaurin. They signed Beal. They signed Johnny Davis. Well, not signed Johnny Davis, but drafted Johnny Davis. Oh, yeah, Johnny Davis. Yeah, Johnny Davis, your boy. Your boy, Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis. Not three and a half. Over under years in the league. Three and a half. I'm going to go over. Ah, that's probably too low. Mm. Five and a half. No, what is a good over-under? First round pick number 10, probably seven and a half. That's probably the real over-under. I'll still go over. I think he'll last. Yeah, I don't know what kind of impact he's going to have. He's a heavy mid-range guy, right? Did he ever shoot threes consistently? Mm. No. Don't ask me. I watch Badger basketball with my eyes closed. I get very familiar with the back of my eyelids when I'm watching Badger basketball because okay. I turn the game a big game. Uh, number three, Purdue. Number 20, Wisconsin. All right. Click. I can't do it. I love Badger football. Don't we all? Have we talked about USC and UCLA, you and me? We did. Yeah. We did. Friday. All day Friday. Because you kept on saying, I fell asleep. I woke up. Oh yeah, I heard the, the grant guy, yeah. stuff, I and, said and then you said, and then you you said, I heard USC and UCLA are moving to the big. All right, the Big Twelve. So oh. do you think they're done? Do you think the Big Ten's done? The Big Ten is done. Do you think they're like, done adding? No, I well, there were rumors Friday night that Notre Dame and Oregon were going to join then. Jeez, and now it's on hold. Notre, the, the Big Ten is waiting for a response from Notre Dame. Because apparently NBC wants in now on on TV contract TV and with the Big Ten with the Big Ten. Well, with college football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all they have is all they have is Notre Dame. So there there could be a way where they keep Notre Dame and get other games. Well, and ESPN uh, wants Big Ten too. They want everything, but Fox is going to be like. So did you see that tweet from eleven years ago, where like one of the guys at LSU, one of the administrators said. There's two conferences, Fox and ESPN, and he was joking 10 years ago, well, and now that's, like, true. Because a lot of this ESPN stuff or the SEC stuff was driven by ESPN, and now a lot of this Big Ten stuff is driven by Fox. Yeah, but, the, see, it's it's this is going to get real interesting when all those TV contracts run up. At least, obviously, CBS is losing the SEC, 
CBS has the rights to the SEC right now. Yeah. ESPN is getting them in 2024. I believe the Fox contract is up in 2023 with the Big Ten. Yeah, they're they're doing their. They were like going to announce the new rights, and then this happened. So I don't know. I, I, I'm just totally guessing that CBS might want to be in play for the Big Ten. Well, everybody wants to play. I mean, live sports are like the last thing left that keeps these broadcast networks alive. The one thing that I think Fox has going for them is the Big Ten Network, which is run by Fox. So maybe they have an in there. Well, it'll be on Fox. Yes. Big Ten will be on Fox. Yeah. It's just a matter of who the other partners are going to be, yeah. if any. Now Apple wants back in. I think it was Apple that wanted back in. Please, no. Yeah, I, I don't know. Apparently, so uh, this was a report out of Utah that – Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, and Colorado are meeting with the Big 12 today. So Colorado could jump back into the Big 12 along with some of these others. So what's going to happen is there's going to be no Pac-12. Pac-12 is done. Yeah, it died. It died on Thursday. Yep. And then, now again, these are just rumors, but if, if, if the Big 10 were to get Notre Dame and Oregon, then I heard the bombshell will be to make it 20, They'd go get Florida State and Miami, possibly. What? Yes. So they have all four kind of regions. Well, that's not a conference anymore. It's going to be a super conference. They're going to have two conferences, like you said, ESPN and Fox, and then the Big Ten and the SEC. Yeah, but I, I, like, I, I like the regional aspect I of it. I do, too. It doesn't make any sense. You could put... Those two teams in the East, along with Rutgers and Penn State and Maryland. You can so then, what's going to happen is there's going to they're going to ex- they're going to expand shrink. and then shrink, right? Then there's going to be like three conferences, and then someday half of the Big Ten schools will be like, "We don't like this," yeah. and then they'll leave, and then there'll be more conferences again. So we're going to get to a point where there's like two conferences, and then there's going to be like ten again. We'll expand, and then unexpand. It's going to merge and then unmerge. Conference realignment will never be done. So never get a tattoo of the teams in the Big Ten because it will always be changing. Now, you don't really have to scratch any off, so that's good. You haven't had to do that for like 100 years when I think there was a University of Chicago that was in the Big Ten. It's just a lot. It's too much. You know, Now you're adding L.A. I don't know. I'm interested in it. I also think it's too much. I also think that, I mean, how is there this much money in college football? That's the thing. How is there this much money? It attracts an audience. It does attract an audience. And in some parts of the country, it's bigger than the pros. So it's, and all, all the while this is, I mean, how about, how great's the NFL? They don't even have to like expend any effort on minor league and development because college just does it for them. College football does it for them. And remember, college football, there's nobody in charge. There's five different people in charge of five different conferences. There's no one, like, commissioner of college football. Would all this happen if there was? Probably not. Would that be better for the game? Is it better for the game that USC and UCLA are going to be in the Big Ten? I don't know. I don't see how it is. Maybe recruiting reasons. And what about all the other schools? What, what about all the other sports? What about volleyball? So my what about niece, track and field? My niece is being recruited for soccer and she went out to USC and UCLA and she said, Oh, this is nice, you know, but it's far away from home. And you know, there's nothing, you know, no regional game. She looks at their schedule 
she said now that USC UCLA are joining the Big Ten, she said this could be a game changer for her. That right. she'd be able to come home and play games close in the Midwest. Well, it'll help the Big Ten schools so attract recruiting. California yeah. kids, too. Yeah. Well, and it will help the California schools attract because they get to go home a little bit. If those kids want to come here. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. You know, they, they, you know, they see them the, 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 the cold side of things. Yeah. I, if I were out in California, I'd want to stay there. Wouldn't you? This is why I didn't bother. I just went to a D3 school in lacrosse, <laughs> and you know who's on the schedule every year, and that was about it. You had your blue golds, you had your, your pointers, you had your uh, titans, you had your pioneers, you had your, your uh, whitewaters, whatever they're called, the warhawks, I think. That, and you knew. You know, the WEAC, you can, you can belittle it for being D3, but the WEAC means something. Conference pride, all these conferences chasing money. You know what we were chasing in D3? You know what we were chasing? What were you chasing? A dream. All right. Just chasing a dream. Mike the Painter. Good morning there, Bart. Mike. These guys know that Notre Dame is kind of technically under contract with the ACC. So if they would go to a different conference, they could be fined up to $150 million. Oh, no. I'm sure nobody would come up with that money for them either. I don't know. I, I like them being in an independent league. I don't want them in. I don't want no more teams in the Big Ten. I want the Big Ten to stay the way it was. I don't like the that we got two Pac-12 teams there. It's getting too many teams. Too many and teams. Too many. Uh, you know. Too many. So much, too much comp- uh, You know, competition. Um, Badgers are never going to win a championship if you keep on adding teams. Yeah, it just seems like, Mike, with all these teams that keep getting added, like, when are the Badgers going to win? Well, they won't have a chance to get all these other recruits that, you know, they'll try and get. It's just. I'm I'm worried about the recruiting. It's unfair. And now you got, you know, these likeness deals that Badgers aren't going to be able to come up with money to pay these top recruits, all these five stars and four stars. Mike, you think you think the Badgers NIL can compete with these kids going to USC? I don't. No, don't think so. I don't think so. Not even UCLA. Yeah, not even UCLA, probably. Oh, well, would you rather go to a northern uh, school or a sunny California school? You look at these kids like uh, Tim's niece. Where's she going to want to go? Stay in the northern states or go to sunny California? I'd stay in the northern state. I don't like California. Now, you know a guy like me, I'd rather stay here. Screw California. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't go to I don't. I haven't even went to visit my girl's kids out there yet. I haven't gone to visit my brother out there in six years. <laughs> they can keep coming here to Wisconsin and visiting. I just tell my brother to come here that. and visit here. That's right. There's nothing like the great state of Wisconsin. Hey, you really, you really realize there's nothing like the great state of Wisconsin. <laughs> Why are you mocking me, there, Bart? I'm not. I'm agreeing with you. It's Everything you say, I agree. I you agree. Know, I, I'm agreeing with calling, you. I tried calling on uh, Friday. Yeah. And when I woke up, I was sleeping, you know, and I woke up. It was 8 o'clock, and you were still on, so I was listening. So when I got up, I was like, oh, yeah, Bart's on. So I turned it on, the Odyssey app. And I called. I was on hold without even 
giving dude my name or nothing for like 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, right. Time to go. Well, we did, it's not like we were flooded with calls all night. Why did they just let you sit I, I there? don't know. He put me on hold. Did you tell him to screen me? Did I did it. No. The painter's going to be calling. Here's no. his number. No. I <laughs> promise I did it. That sounds like something I do. I promise I yes, did it. Yes, it sure does. No, like I promise. <laughs> I promise. I, I told him. I said, I, we might get some more Milwaukee calls tonight. I'm excited for all of them. I tried. But wow. Sitting too long on hold. So they're a little more strict in the National Call Center yeah, than, than my right. guy Tim Shea. Exactly. Jeez. It was like I was calling a Romney show. Oh, yeah, burn. Remember in him? In the beginning, Romney was really strict, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get yelled at now by Bard during the break. No, well, you why? won't, Tim. Why would you get yelled at? He's done yelling at you. because No, we need more guys like you. You're, you're, you're top-notch. They let this guy rot for now. 10 minutes. They didn't even ask him his name. I know. I I guess you're a top producer there, Tim. You're yeah. doing a great no, job. No, no. Yeah, don't let Bart bully you around. Tell him to get his own potato wedges. Hey, you go to the game with uh, Tony tomorrow, Tony Texas. Yes, I am. Wow. Who's buying yeah. the tickets? Tony's got tickets. Are you gonna pay him? He didn't ask me if I was gonna pay him, but I'd offer. Mm. I'm not that way. I'll just buy him a beer, maybe. Yeah, I could do that. Mm. Buy me one, too. Parking. Are you going out before the game? Yeah, you guys going out? No, we're going to meet up at the game. Oh, okay. Where are you going to park? I don't know. I'm just thinking about not paying for parking. Yeah? So maybe park over there by the VA hospital, somewhere over in that area, and then walk. Hey, I got a gripe about the Brewers. I got What's a complaint. That? I got a complaint. So they're not charging for parking on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, they're acting like this is the nicest thing they've ever done in the world. You got to buy a ticket to get the. Park. They should not have. Well, that's fine for parking ever. It's okay. like crazy. What do you mean? So parking what? should be free. Well, parking's always twenty bucks or whatever it is. Yeah, it's like four. But they're like free parking, free parking. They're they're acting like they're acting like they're doing us a huge favor by not charging us for parking one game. I should make concessions free for a day too. Yeah, how about free parking July? Yeah, free concessions for Milwaukee residents. Yeah. How about Excluding how about Sheboygan. take four of those parking lots and turn them into a beer district? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> Why don't you just do half of one? Yeah. The one on the north uh, east corner of the lot. That one don't ever get filled up. Yeah, That's they never get filled better. up. They just sit there. One of the parking lots is they don't even use anymore. They just use it for like an Uber line, and there's like nine thousand cones and three cars. I know what the heck is that. All right, it's time to go. All right, you have a great day. Oh, it just really bothers me. You too, Mike. He didn't say goodbye to me. Oh, I, I no, Mike. Yeah, I dropped. I yeah. lowered. Him. No, it's fine. That bothers me. The, just the Every time lot? I drive by the stadium, yeah, there's way too much land that is concrete. Well, I believe you said in 2020 you went by the parking lot and <laughs> weeds were coming out of it. Oh, it's disgusting. No one was parking in it. But. You know what it's like? I, I came up with a good uh, phrase. It's like they paved paradise and put up a parking lot. That's what it's like. I invented that. That's what it's like they did. Too much. Too much parking. All right, so the Brewers won yesterday. Finally, we'll get into that. The Brewers win 5-2 over the Cubs. 
Very interesting game. Uh, Cubs, what was the stat that Tim said? Tim said this was the first game ever where a guy had his first home run, a guy had an inside-the-park home run, and there was a walk-off home run all in one game between the two teams. That's never happened. What you saw yesterday was the kind of game that you never saw happen ever. Brewers and Cubs in a bit of a pitcher's duel early. Justin Steele very good for Chicago. Eric Lauer finally very good for the Brewers. This was his best start in at least a month. He had a terrible June. His ERA in June was, what did it end up at? I'm looking it up right now. Somewhere in the sixes or sevens. It was awful. And him and Hauser both were struggling. Hauser's hurt. Uh, his ERA was 6.83 in June. After coming into the month of June with a 2.49 ERA. So this was his best start since uh, Washington, the 20th of May. He went seven in that one, gave up five hits, no earned. And struck out nine. Uh, no, struck out five. Struck out five. He had a couple starts before that in April where he struck out double digits back to back. And then he's been struggling. So finally a good uh, quality start outing for him yesterday. Six innings, just two hits, one earned. That was the home run. And nine strikeouts again. So back in that high single-digit territory for strikeouts, the most strikeouts he's had in a game since, since the 11 he threw against the Cubs back at the end of April. So it's good to see Lauer, but he did give up a run. Uh, managed it from there. Gustave comes in. Devin Williams. Devin Williams is disgusting in a good way. Some of those pitching, I saw. I saw uh, pitching ninja on Twitter, like zoomed in on the the airbender, and you see it bent. Williams' pitch is amazing. Uh, Brewers finally do get on the board in the seventh with Severino. It looks like the Brewers are keeping three catchers for the time being. We'll uh, check in with Tim about that again in a little bit. Then they get the inside the park home run. The Cubs do. We have the highlight here, but you guys don't want to hear visitor highlights. <laughs> After all my hard work. <laughs> oh, you grabbed it? I grabbed it. Yeah, I grabbed it from... Uh, from Marquee? From Marquee, yeah. All right, we'll, we'll hear it. This is the Cubs broadcast? This is the Cubs broadcast of the inside and the And then Mayor Mitch did cut it for us yes, last night. The Bally Sports. Yeah. So I'll hear Bally's too. I want to okay. hear both. All right, okay. so here's Marquee. That ball's driven way back, left center field, off the wall. And Davis has it go by him. Suzuki on his way to third. Got to get it in quick. They're going to send him home. Here comes a throw. And it is going to be an inside-the-park homer. Suzuki goes all the way around, and the Cubs have the lead. That sounds a lot like B.A. That was B.A. Are you sure? Yeah, didn't didn't you? It's in there. It's in the sound folder. It's labeled. Oh, okay. I played yeah. BA. <laughs> Never mind. Here's Marquee. Two zero pitch. Suzuki gets a hold of one. Back that goes off the wall and left center and a good ricochet for Seiya heading for third. They're going to wave him in. Suzuki heads for home. The throw to the plate. Not in time. Saya Suzuki touches them all. And the Cubs grab a 2-1 lead off of Josh Hader. Oh, man, was that fun. All right, so that was definitely not Brian Anderson. I screwed that up. It's fine. Clear distinction. It's fine. Between the two. Brewers then get the bases loaded. In the ninth, Yelich comes up there. Not a single person in that stadium wearing Brewers wanted Yelich to swing. 
Isn't that disgusting? I didn't. Did you? I wanted oh. him to look for every pitch. I said, close your eyes for the next two pitches. Yeah. Even at 2-0, I wanted him to just look. 3-0. 3-1. Oh, it could have been 3-2. I would say just take it. So then he walks. He scores a run. RBI. Yelich, RBI machine lately. Get him how you can. And then Willie Adamas, it was all over the strike zone. But the first two were called, and then he swung. So they go to the 10th. Brewers do well with Brad Boxberger is his name. And then Victor Caratini. Victor Caratini, who had four at-bats prior to this, all strikeouts. They just called up another catcher. There's a catcher overflow. Can't afford a game like this. Walks it off. Two balls and a strike. Caratini, center field, hit well. Ortega watches in, fly out of here. It's a three. Oh, I haven't heard B.A. that excited since Al Horford hit a big three. Hey, I kid. B.A.'s our guy. Friend of show. Also friend of show. The Sean O'Connell. Madison, what's up? Yes, B.A. is a good man. He's a good man. I, I love the uh, B.A. calls. Um, and uh, and it's funny, too, because you like to say that when um, Matt LaPay is with Rock, they're a little too much like uh, two buddies sitting in the boat fishing, drinking beers for your taste. And uh, I get that kind of flavor from you and uh, Tim over there. You guys kind of have that that vibe going. But uh, You're calling anyway. us Matt LaPay and Rock? I don't think that's a bad thing. No, the only thing I didn't like about them together was they would just keep going, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more of the, I don't want to say that. Don't Don't make me say anything. I won't say it. No, you're right. We keep this positive. We keep yeah, positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing we rip on around here is Brewers Unfiltered. Oh, my goodness, yes. Uh, well, actually, I do have something that, not to be negative, but I do disagree with you on your beer district talk. I just think there's too much parking down there. Oh, my God. It's never full. <laughs> oh God, just... There was 40,000 people there yesterday in Chicago traffic. It's not full. Uh, there were empty yeah. lots. Yeah, well, I mean, it's an it's an embarrassment of riches. All right, we don't know what the future might hold. We don't need that much parking. Oh my god! Well, I don't think putting putting in a beer district is the answer. Uh, uh, maybe something else. Because, it, tell me, Bart Winkler, is there a lack of places uh, in Milwaukee that where you can get a beer, watch a game? And well, they're fine. They just didn't just build a building that is vacant except for three months of the year. It's a Halloween Express. I don't care. There's too much parking. Uh, well, I mean, I, I just, I just, nature abhors a vacuum. And if there was going to be a need for a beer district, that thing would have been up there 20 years ago. And the only reason that the uh, ownership group even mentioned it. Um, is uh, because to me it sounded like they'd be interested in it, which means whoever is going to put that thing up is going to have to spend their own money because the Antanasio Bean Counter Brain Trust, they're not going to put their money into it. They'll let other people come spend their money and then take a piece once business is starting to uh, flow. So it's just not going to happen. If they're going to put something else in those parking lots, it's not going to be a beer district. I mean, do you think the good people at Fourth Piece? want 
a beer district right across the street from them? I don't think so, Bart Winkler. And uh, if you're no, they would drive... have a satellite shop. It'd be fifth base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. And and so there are uh, eighty-one home games a year. What what's happening with these other two hundred and sixty odd days? What's happening? What's happening? No, here's what we're gonna do. Okay. All right. Here's what we're gonna do. We are going to tear down. American Family Field. We are going to put a new stadium uh, by the Harley-Davidson Museum. Harley-Davidson Museum. All right, following you. And we are going to make that, like, valley, which is all basically train tracks and river barges. We're going to develop that. Uh, we're well, also those we're also tearing... actually make money are are actually productive spots right now. Part Winkler for our critical logistic uh, uh, supply chain. No, we're so, gonna tear uh, down. We're we're gonna tear down the hone while we're at it. God. The hone. What if it if it didn't light up? Nobody nobody cares about that. Also, it's world's most unsafe bridge. The <laughs> the railings like the it's like two feet up. Then okay. we're gonna. Then what we're gonna do with the? We're gonna tear down that uh, highway spur, and then we're gonna rebuild neighborhoods there. Yeah. So we're moving the stadium closer to downtown, and we're going to develop it, and then we're going to turn the old ballpark area into more neighborhoods again. Okay. So the the two. Uh, themes I'm getting from you are uh, neighborhoods and development. Like, and you can just say those words, and then magic happens, and then everything. Well, it's gonna be like a 30-year process. It's gonna be very hard. Oh, okay. All but right. well, we're gonna I get mean, it we're, done. We're, we're 20 years into this process, and a uh, beer district never developed organically. So my guess is it's well because it's there's not, parking lots. There, there's parking lots. <laughs> For the, the, I swear not, to you, there are parking lots for people to park at so they can be driven to a different parking lot where their friends are parked. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, stop making the parking lots into villains here. Those parking lots are not hurting you. They're serving their purpose. There's too many like of I them. Said, oh, there's never too many parking And lots. yet, every time I want to go park, there's never any room in the media lot. Figure out that riddle. Well, I, I, well, I mean, that's more organizational brewer stuff. Where they, also, can we pretend? Can we stop pretending like restaurant to be named later is funny? Will you just change not, that name already? We do need to change it. Something good. Even Awful. If, yeah, even if you bring in a chain, who cares? Yeah. Just have it. Have it be something. And then, uh, but yeah, like I said, I'll let you guys go. But like I said, you got me really nature, worked up today. Yeah. Oh, parking oh, lots. Go. But uh, nature does abhor a vacuum. If there was going to be a beer district, it would have already been there. And you know what else he abhors a vacuum, Bart Winkler? What? My dog. Yeah, yeah. See ya! See ya. Lee Sean O'Connell. Oh, thank God I'm not a city planner is a tweet. No, come on. What do you mean? We're too dependent on cars. Walkability. Or train. Train. Yeah. That's my other project. We got to get a train up to Green Bay and to Madison and to Fondy, but like drop it off right in front of my grandma's house, the only place I go. And to lacrosse. Oh, and to lacrosse. There needs to be a train.
so we're taking rid of the... Yeah, maybe that's what you can do. Build a train and use it with the parking lot at Miller Park. American Family Field! Do you want to hear a council to say yesterday, or do we not care? Sure, why not? No, I'm not gonna. No, okay. Because I was listening to a council to say yesterday Anything? after, and I wasn't like I was just yeah, bored. I just yeah. I don't want to do that to you. There are a couple of clips in there that I did put in there. Is there anything just? Worth? Eh, no, just talking about the uh, the game itself and like I want to know how long are you keeping three catchers. Is that not a question? Am I the only one that thinks that's that that's weird? Team has three catchers. Now Caratini can play first base, but that's where Rowdy Telez played. You're always, you're already not playing Keston Hira, so I guess if there's guys on the roster, you're already not playing. So what happens when Tyrone comes back? Who's out? And how long are we keeping three catchers? Are people pro or anti my anti parking? Uh, Those that are calling in. I feel like that would be something that people get mad at me for for no reason. Should we start a poll? No, nah, I mean, there's too much parking. How, there how, is. How can, there any, is how can anyone look at that and not, not understand there's too much parking? There's a lot. The span lot? You don't even know that exists. The fact that the lots were not full yesterday with 40,000 people in that place. Yeah. And Chicago traffic. Yes. Absolutely. Now, at least in the front lot, the front lots were full. It's those back. It's that center field lot and that one kind of on the third base side, but out more towards Blue Mound. Yeah. Mitchell Mitchell Boulevard. Yeah, they never use them. Never use it. So. They, they, they were parking cars on the side of the street, which I don't know why they didn't move them, but. I just thought, like, how many spots are there? Are there enough for 40? Are there 40,000 spots? No, there's. Everyone can drive? No, there's, like, what, 12,500? There's more than that. There's got to be. No, I think that's it. 13,000 maybe? That's too many. That is too many. Look, someone's got to step up and be the one to say it. It's going to be me. I'm ready to take that on. I, I need I need a mission in life. But not like a super controversial one, because then you guys all get mad at me. I can't save the buck. Somebody already did that. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on this parking one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, three catchers. Okay, so when so who's out? I don't think any of them are out. So they're all three going to be on the roster all year? Because I, I think when they got Caratini, the plan was, all right, we'll dump yeah, him when we'll Severino comes back. You can't dump him. No, he's been good, especially after last night. He bought himself. If Jonathan Scope bought himself a whole year with one home run, Caratini bought himself the rest of the year, too, with that walk-off. So he ain't going anywhere. Uh, let me look at the Brewers roster. Because then Tyrone Taylor's got to come back. Maybe Tira. Yeah, Hira. It's just not working out with him. So who's okay, so Jonathan Davis is gonna be on this roster for a while. Yeah. For oh, until what, Hunter Renfro comes back? All right, until so they we get need, their full We need Renfro back and we need Taylor back. Who else is hurt? Position players. Is that it? That's it. Do we have uh all the I know I'm doing this on the air, but one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. We have our thirteen pitchers. That's all we can have. All right. So we have two guys that need to come back and Taylor and Renfro. 
So at that point, you would look at the options are the options are one of the catchers, Keston Hira, Mike Brasso. How do you say his name? Brasso. Brasso. He's staying. Okay, and then Jonathan Davis. Maybe they maybe once Renfro comes back and Taylor, Jonathan Davis goes. And so then, Renfro and Taylor are coming back. Yep. And they are coming back for who? The options are Davis, Hira, and one of the catchers. Davis and Hira. And they're keeping three catchers. Yeah. You have to. Now again, Caratini can play first base, but Rowdy's at first base. You got the designated hitter, too. Yeah, but they like to use that on McCutcheon or Yelich. Then you have McCutcheon as your other outfielder. Like these three catchers, I, they're I just... not. I, I, I don't think. I mean, if Severino's not going to be here in the playoffs, just get rid of him. He's got a good bat, Bart. He's got a real good bat. Mm. Well, we'll see. That's interesting. We uh, will talk to Tim Allen about it. We will talk to him forward, not previous. Let's, let's. Not by four. No. Talk to him again. Uh, if, if you've been listening with us throughout the morning, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Bart, you made yourself laugh. No. You can't do that. You know where I laugh a mile a minute is fourth base. Really? I just laugh at how good the food is. Oh, so good. I'm like, this can't be real. Oh, but it is. It is a great neighborhood watering hole, sports bar, restaurant. You call it what you want. I can tell you that you can watch sports and the food's amazing. They have a deli case. So you check it out. Now, there are different menu options. There's things written on the on the wall where you can have them make. You can say, what do people normally get? But they are not giving you a paper menu of any kind. You basically go in and tell them what you want. What are you hungry for? I don't know, some kind of steak sandwich. All right, we'll make you a steak sandwich. You want some provolone on there, some onions and peppers? All of a sudden, boom, you got the shaved steak that we ate the other day. Very good. Fries were good. Drinks were good. We did not have the dessert. That was a big failure. The dessert there is very good, too. But it's all available for you. It's the the steaks, the burgers, the shrimp, other seafood options. When you go somewhere to watch a game, that's what I'm telling you. When you go somewhere to watch a game, you do not expect to eat this good. And you're able to do it at fourth base. It's on National Avenue. Check them out on Facebook. Check out the hours on Google. Great place maybe tomorrow before the game. You can stop in afterwards as well. Fourth base on National. Pop fly from the stadium. More on this catcher conundrum. It's fascinating to me. Coming up on the fan. Again, you can reach us, 414-799-1250. And you can give us a shout uh, there also on Twitter at 1250 AM. The fan and I am done stalling. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. Tim Allen, host of our Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. We chat with him on Tuesdays. We bring the question I have about the catchers to him. We really keeping three catchers on this team for a while, Tim? We are, yeah. That, that's the way it's going to be, and, and I like it. And I'll tell you why. You can burn – these guys, these guys collectively, 
if we're, we're looking for offense, they're decent hitters, hitters, uh, decent hitting catchers. How about that? They, they are. So you can not worry about burning your, your final catcher uh, late in a game. That's a good, that's a good tool for Craig council. It is plus, you know, Caratini has played a little first. You got the DH to work with. You're, you're limited in, in uh, outfielders right now without Renfro and Taylor. So yeah, three catchers. It makes total sense right now. How long do you think it lasts? Well, so well, Severino, I didn't realize this. Not el- eligible for postseason. I didn't realize yeah. that right away. I, I did not know that either, Bart. I got to admit. And I didn't know that that uh, half-year suspension did come with a uh, postseason uh, ban, if you will. So That seems weird. That does seem strange. You're going to let him back for half the season and then cut it off again? Yeah, he's already served his right. time. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't seem right. Also, PEDs are not a big deal, but that's my opinion. Um, yeah, he served his time, though. I, how do you not? So, so the Brewers are either going to be like, well, let's get the most out of him and then say goodbye to him? Or I thought, because <laughs> well, I, I thought what was going to happen with the way that Caratini was playing is he would work his way back and do his rehab, and the Brewers would be like, nah, there's no spot for you. And I thought Severino would be the odd man out. They'll and he still could find. be. But Could then be. if you dump Caratini, well, now you are now you have one catcher in the playoffs. What are you going to do, trade for Jacob Nottingham again? Well, there's Alex Jackson. Oh, He's yeah. hurt, but Alex yeah, I mean, he might be coming. How, uh, how did I forget about Alex Jackson? Weird-ass weird stats. I mean, come on, guys. The, these stats, the, we're going out of control with stats. I'm not going to hammer on, on uh, analytics, but it, what was it, the first – time since 1900 that um a player hit his first major league home run an inside the park homer was hit and a first walk-off home run and a i'm sorry and a walk-off home run was hit in the same game so walk-off home run an inside the park home run and a first major league homer from any player in that game wow isn't that something that is crazy that's that's a crazy uh, JR you, know, you, you go you go to baseball games. You never know what you're going to see, Tim. You never know. <laughs> yeah, know it's something that. different every day. <laughs> uh, J.R. Radcliffe had a piece, uh, and I, uh, man, I we're going to talk about this on the post game tonight a little bit. Got it. I got to mention it. Of all the walk offs in Brewers history, man, what a walk down memory lane for that. Uh, that piece was amazing. I love what he does, guys. I really do. I I think. As if you're a Brewer nerd and you're just into everything Brewers, J.R. Ratcliffe comes up with some really cool articles. There's like 347 or 57 walk-off home runs or walk-off hits in Brewers history. 147 different players have done it. And then he goes over the you know the strange quirks. Did you realize they had a in a double header, they had both games as walk-off hits, walk-off winners at, at Old County Stadium. I didn't know that. And and what's weird is the night before they had a walk-off hit, so it was three in a row, three in 24 hours. You know, the, uh, the article, I, I know what you're talking about. I text JR about that article and how good it was, and he said, who are you? <laughs> then you told him your name, and he said, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it weird? I got a fun fact for you. The Brewers have never had a walk-off home run on the road. 
Isn't that crazy? That is nuts. <laughs> See the stats. That's Isn't that from that Baseball wild? Reference. They've never yeah. had a walk-off home run. <laughs> the Elias Sports on Bureau the road. helping out. How That's is that crazy. possible after you 50 years? You did a lot years? of digging for that stat, didn't you? <laughs> after 50 years. How's that am, possible? How's it not even once? I am eyeballing. <laughs> if you, I don't know how closely you are tracking this, Bart, but I really am. For some reason, I'm enamored by this. Brewers with 47 victories um, in the National League. Uh, the two teams ahead of them have 50. So when you when you think about all the love that the Mets are getting, all the love that the Dodgers always get, they're just three wins ahead of the crew right now. All right, I did look at record. the I did do a little standings looking uh, yesterday. I was looking mm-hmm. at the standings. I wanted and to see where the White Sox were for some reason, and they're a couple about games 500. back. Yeah, and so and then I was looking at the National League, of course, and yeah, you're right. I looked at the Brewers, and I looked at right now they're three games up on St. Louis. And then if you look at the other teams in the National League, now the the Brewers have played more games is the thing. So well, well, they, the Mets are 50 and 30. Yeah. The Brewers are 47 and 35. So that's three, five. That's four games back of the Mets. And they're four and a half games back of the Dodgers. But if you're looking at this team potentially being a top two seed, which mm-hmm. gets you the bye, yeah. that race is still very much in play. Way in play. But, but then it, I would I would really I would is. wonder again, I I still think that we're going to get to this point where one of these teams is going to get the buy, and they're going to lose, and then we're going to ask, do you even want the buy in baseball? No, man. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll see how it. How but it you want the buy because then I mean, what if you lose in that first series? Of course you want the buy. You don't want to lose in the first series. Absolutely. But you're going to be taking four or five days off in a sport where you always say it's the hottest team. It's the hottest team in October. Well, what if a team's really hot and then they have to take a week off before they play again? That's going to cool you down. Uh, maybe. I, you know, but maybe let's, not. Let's I don't know. I think that there's a big potential of conversation to be had based on how that shakes out. This race is really getting interesting, and, and it is a pennant race now. Past the halfway mark, approaching the all-star break, uh, trade rumors and conversations going on. But out of all the adversity that the Brewers have had this year, they're right there guys they're right there you know what that tells you you know it should tell you they're a really good baseball team they're a really really good baseball team despite looking ugly at times despite all the injuries despite the horrible scheduling despite looking uh like you know the the pitching staff as a whole has taken a little bit of a step back despite all of those things guys they're three games away from the best record in the National League. Think about that for a second. That it really is striking when you look at it that way. From that perspective, do we expect more out of this team? Well, yeah, and you'll probably get more. I'm convinced you will get Does more. a really good baseball team bat Mike Brousseau cleanup? It does whatever it has to do. And, and, and that's, that's why there might be Band-Aids here on a, on a few paper cuts. But but again, the the bigger picture view and perspective is that out of all of that, Mike Brasso and Luis uh, Urias hitting cleanup at times, out of all the injuries, losing, you know, the pitching that they've lost, uh, three three city road trips in the first two months of the season, which was ridiculous. All of those things, 
and you're right there for the best record in the National League. Come on, that's a really good baseball team. Give them health. Okay, give them health. Give them a friendlier schedule in terms of road and home. Give them a little bit better production in the second half. Who knows? I mean, we, we don't have a clear picture. All we know is they're right there. Despite all that, they're right there with the big boys. Yeah, it's it's really interesting as you try to, because we're going to talk a lot of trade deadline, obviously, this month, right? Every every time we talk, we'll be trade deadline a little bit. But when you look at what a team needs to do in the postseason, because I, I, I look at this team and I look at them as I still think they're going to win the NL Central. And even if they don't, now they're stacking up, an, uh, uh, up enough wins that a wild card berth could be possible. I think they're a playoff team. So that's, I mean, I, but I think a lot of people think that. And then I think what a lot of people think is, once you get to the playoffs, are they going to be good enough? Now, baseball, like this team, this team could get hot for two weeks and all of a sudden you're in the World Series. This team's good at winning close games. So they play a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Rarely is a game 19-2 like it was the other night, but they play a lot of them. And they are, and, and that's all it really takes. You know, it's all it really takes is a couple of, of lucky things. Like the Brewers probably should have lost that game yesterday. A lot of breaks went the Cubs' way, but they found a way to win. And so I want to say that they're a playoff team. They knew they do need more. They're not good enough to win a world series, but I don't know that in baseball, there's a such thing as not being good enough to win a world series because of how quirky baseball can be. Yeah. And, and really pinch yourself because a lot can happen. As you said, that the trade deadline, just pinch yourself that this season doesn't just fly by on you and you don't didn't have some fun along the way. However, I think it was Tim and I were having a conversation off the air you think about, um, we all assume they're going to make the playoffs, as you said, Bart. Uh, what happens if it is another early exit? Now, let's just play the what-if game. Let's fast forward. That's why I prefaced it by saying, hey, pinch yourself, enjoy the season. But let's, let's for the sake of this conversation, j- jump all the way past. They got eliminated. They made the playoffs. They get eliminated in the first round. Five consecutive years into the playoffs. Do we celebrate that, or at what point does the fan base change to, you know, getting to the NFC title games is just not good enough anymore? Really? Do we do we get uh, to that question. point? Do we, but I'm just saying, just speculating. What if it's okay? They make the playoffs five consecutive years this year. We all anticipate that, and they do it again next year. And now it's six straight years into the playoffs. Do we celebrate that as, oh my goodness, look at these Brewers. They're six straight years in the playoffs. Look at their first 47 years. They only made it four times. They're on the right track. I think at some point, Bart, and I'm not saying it's necessarily now, but at some point it's not going to be good enough and it shouldn't be good enough. So whatever you need to do to get past this oh, we made the playoffs again, you got to do that. So whether it's this year, oh. and it might be this year. It might be the t- real heavy-duty chip pile is slid in. It, it's possible. It really is. Because I don't you think Stearns and that front office, Adonacio, don't you think at some point they're going to transition to, damn, this isn't good enough yet. 
now well let's let's take you back to 2018 when i called you blasted after game seven okay but that's 2018 what and i'm I, saying what did is I now they're stacked up i said all of you that are celebrating <laughs> what good what a good season this was this is as close as we're gonna get we no, okay. blew it no yeah, time to celebrate and look where we are five years later five that was five years finally ago, coming around yeah, okay. Well, that's five years. And, and now I'm just saying five consecutive years. Make it one more. Let's, to be fair, throw a six-pack But this is what they want. This is what Stern says. He always says cracks at the door. Okay. Okay. Well, at, at some point, don't you think that, okay, I'm just going to say this. But that, this is how quirky baseball is because the, there's years that they, they could have gone to the World Series and they didn't. And there will be a year that they don't deserve to go to the World Series. And that's when they will. I agree. I agree and with that, th- and that wholeheartedly. But I that's do. so that's why in football, when you are so close and then so far away, you know, you fire Andy Reid after four straight NFC championship losses if you're the Eagles. But if right. you're uh or appearances. But if you're in baseball, look, the same reason why I can't say like you know, they they could have they could have went to the World Series again last year, but they didn't. Because baseball it is there's just way too many variables. A game like yesterday, like you just said, there was a guy who hit a, a home run for the first time and inside the parker and a walk-off, and that, that's never happened before in a game. And that walk-off or that inside-the-park home run isn't an inside-the-park home run if it doesn't hit exactly where it hit. And mm-hmm. then the strike zone, all of a sudden at the end of the ninth inning well, with Willie I mean, Adamas, the strike zone gets weird. You can't. There's too many variables. There's way more variables in this sport than any other. Yeah, but there are its own variables in football too. A ball bounces one way; it gets to be thirty-two yeah, below team, zero. The better team's going to win in football. It, it, it gets to be thirty-two below zero. Someone has a blocked punt. I mean, come on, all all those variables. But you get the point. In in a general feel, at some time, the bar has to be higher. And I'm not necessarily saying it's now, although my bar is always win the World Series from day one to the end of the season. And, and that's why you, you know, you kind of got on me a little bit in that 2018 exit in game seven was that. But that's after the fact, though, Bart. You talked to me before that game ended, and, and it's still World Series. So after the fact, it's like, okay, what are you going to do now? Oh, all right. Uh, it was a fun season, and a lot happened. But if it's five years, six years, seven years, I don't know. Changes. What if Lafleur goes to the NFC title game another, I don't know, three of the next four years and, and bounces all three of those four years in the same game, NFC title game? What, do you, what did you say to Dusty Baker in D.C. when he won two division titles and got him a, a rung or two deep into the playoffs when you let him go? Andy Reid, as you said, is a good example. I'm not necessarily saying it's now in a, you know, in, in a, in a really heart of hearts conversation with this organization, you guys got to break through at some point. You just, you just do. It's time. It's time now. This is something that we are going to spend more time talking about, but not today. We'll be back tomorrow. When you've lost Tim Allen on the playoffs of success every year, you've lost it all. See ya, Tim. Goodbye, Bart. See ya, everybody. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.